This week on the Spivey Special Podcast, we broke down the Sacramento Kings week that was, including the two games against Miami, the game against the Hornets. The Kings finally got a win. They actually got two wins. Make sure to join us November 9th when we chat during the Kings versus Cavaliers game. You can join us on Facebook or Twitch or YouTube at 7 p.m. Should be a fun one. We also got some new merch. So if you want a red velvet or a fox in the ox hat, make sure to look out for our merch page. I will have the link in the show notes below. Enjoy this week's show. special podcast it's been a week try we uh we left last less week. than a week it's been yeah was it thursday night that we did the last one yeah six days you know we're on short rest but that's all right we'll see what we can do you know the body's not usually where it's normally at but we'll do our best the uh sacramento king season outlook was bleak after last week's uh loss we were zero and four Things looks like they're slowly turning around. The Kings won a couple. We'll talk about each of these games individually. There's three games since last week. We are now two and five. So we got a couple wins. Still not where we want to be to make the run to the playoffs. We'll talk about all that stuff here in a little bit, Troy. But what are your thoughts on this last week from the Kings? So, you know, there's ebbs and flows of every, you know, NBA season. Definitely some of the players that weren't playing well in the first four games or starting to in the last three whether that's because fox didn't play this evening or just because they were getting more minutes and we're just finding rotations that work but i think brown's done a pretty good job of putting the guys out there with people that are making them better around them yeah i think you're starting to see the brown system come into into view are the second units looking a lot better they don't look as lost as they were before I still think they need some sort of identity. We've we've got some deli minutes in there. We'll talk about that as he is inserted in the lineup. He seems to have brought some sort of some sort of mojo and ball movement and funk. A little Sprout bit of funk. funk. A little uptown funk. Downtown yeah. funk? I don't think that's what it is. I don't think that's a thing. Side town funk. Mm-hmm. There it is. Crazy town funk. It's like an old fashioned donut, you know? You just throw it in there, but it's gonna get eaten. Yeah, so uh, second unit looks a little bit a little bit better. That was the big struggle during the first four games. Um, Trey, let's talk about this first game against the Heat. Kings coming into the game 0-4. Had to play well. Almost a must win there for the Kings um, at home. First game against the East for the year, and that's where you got to get a lot of your wins. All these uh, Western Conference teams, even the teams that we thought were going to be in the cellar, I mean, you got one loss from the Blazers, the Spurs are 5-3, and three, I believe, or something like that. Not sure how they ended up tonight, but there's not a lot of wins in the West unless you play well. So when we play the East, we got to take care of business, and they did, especially in the first half. Played really well in the first half. Up big, up twenty something at halftime, looking really good, um, and then the the wheels kind of came off there. <laughs> in, in that third quarter, we start to panic. We fall into Kings fan mode, where oh, we're gonna blow it, we're gonna lose by thirty. But the Kings hung in there. They turned it around. 
Uh, we got a little bit more out of Harrison Barnes than we've had in in previous nights. He's been like a ghost. He's been he's been missing. Um, he had a couple just stop the bleeding, get to the line things. I'm not a huge Harrison Barnes guy, but he definitely yep. helped during that. Um, and then when we came down the stretch, Fox just turned it on. He wasn't really scoring. I think he scored 17 points, but he 13 rebounds from Fox. He's the one that's guarding Tyler Hero down the stretch who is killing them um, and driving that comeback. And, and Fox really kind of clamps down on him towards the end of the game, and they pull it out. Yeah, it's one of those things, too. I mean, you look, um, we've talked about it. That starting five for the Kings is really good. Um, Sabonis was having issues with foul trouble that game. So he picked up his fifth, I believe, in the mid-third, I want to say. And that's kind of when the game changed a little bit and the Heat made the run and made it close. Um, In typical NBA fashion, every team's going to make a run. Luckily, the Kings didn't let them get over the mountain, just kind of hung around long enough in that one and got the win. Yeah, we didn't see a lot of no Len. Uh, Holmes played probably one of his better games, although it didn't really show up on the stat sheet. He's plus one when she's been like minus 10 in every other game that he's been in so far. He seems to be finding where his role is, where he needs to stand. And I think the guys around him are figuring out what do I need to do to get Holmes in his spots where he can make it, um, which will definitely help them. If Sabonis is going to keep being in foul trouble, they have to figure out what they're going to do with Rashawn Holmes because they don't have a lot of other choices. Len can't play, I don't I don't think. Uh, he's kind of been banged up a little bit, slash he just doesn't really fit. Right. Um, defense, defensively, I think Len will do fine. But it's just kind of a weird, you know, a monk Len. I, I don't know. They don't really monk Len, Mitchell Len. You kind of need a guy who can run the pick and roll, who does a pretty good job like Holmes does. He's athletic enough to go get a lot of rebounds. And one thing that started to happen in that game last Saturday is Mitchell started to play a little bit better. His his shot started to fall a little bit. And those were the points that we needed from the second string. Yeah, he scored uh, two points in that game. Yeah, his shot went in. He shot went in. See, all all the games blend in. They're all kind of blending in together, yes. Let's the next to, game, he took care of business. Let's get to the game on Halloween against the Hornets. Absolutely super fun game for the Kings. Kings win two in a row. They took business against a team they should beat. They're missing uh, Lamella Ball. They're missing a couple of different players, and I think Terry Rozier missed the game. But they did what you have to do to win these games, and they, they kept it close. Um the issue there was Fox only played nine minutes in that game, I believe. Um, he got banged up, tried to come back, just wasn't feeling right. So that was the game, Blundy, Blenderson, that Mitchell stepped up and played really well. I think he finished with 23 that night, I want to say. That's all off the top of my head. But Mitchell scored he, 23 points that night, including five or six from three. The shot looked different, too. It looked higher. It was like going to hit the sprinklers high. A lot more confident, too. Um, one of those things where he's not going to get taken out and Fox is going to bring back in because that wasn't an option. So he kind of, it felt like he kind of knew that it was his thing to go for. So um, he played well. And that was, I think, the difference was Mitchell. And of course, the old Red Velvet. Red Velvet is just killing it right now. 
scored 26 that game. He made five of his 10 three-pointers. He is one of, if not the best three-point shooter in the NBA right now. He's the second leading scorer right, on the yeah. Kings. Yeah, he might end up being the top scorer because I think for the Kings to win, Fox can't just go try to get his every night, kind of like Cousins used to do back in the day. If Fox can hang around the 20-ish mark with rebounds and assists and that kind of stuff, I think that's when the Kings are the best. All right, the thing that I was most excited about Saturday night, Fox goes out. We finally see Delhi. Delhi Monday is night. in the game. And he was like a spark off that bench, Troy. Something about the way that he plays is exactly what the second unit needed, which was a playmaker. There's a lot of people who can get their own bucket, but the ball movement has been really stale. And there wasn't really anyone that could get other people the ball in their spots until Delhi came in. Yeah. I think the good part about that, if I remember correctly, I was looking at the box score earlier, but Terrence Davis only had four minutes in that game. Um, Delhi kind of ate up some of those minutes. So I think, honestly, Terrence Davis and Malik Monk are the same person to me. So having them both out there at the same time is kind of weird. So I like the Deladova, just a little bit, something different, a little fire, a little intensity on the other end of the court too. Yeah, just playmaking and intensity, and he takes charges, and he just it, it just seems like there's a lot more energy out there than there has been, where they're all just trying to figure out where do I go to make this work. Um, the Mike Brown system, there's not really plays that you run. You just kind of run everything through the center, which which is why the second unit doesn't work, because Rashawn Holmes isn't Sabonis, and he can't make these passes. So yeah. they just need to do things a little bit different, and they need someone in that second unit that can just create for somebody other than themselves. And that's been the big issue and kind of the downfall for the Kings this year. You come into the season thinking you have the Fox and the Ox, you know, two really good players and Sabonis has been average at best. You know, I don't know if it's a matchup thing, but I mean, it's the NBA. You got to figure it out. And he just hasn't been able to, for one, stay on the court. With I think the that's foul. been the biggest thing for them. I think he's getting frustrated with the fouls. He's still leading the team in rebounds and assists and steals. Well, I think, what is he, like 13 and 10, I believe his numbers were coming into the night. I heard on the radio this morning. So 13 and a half, you know, and five. Yeah. So six. And it's one of those things like if you extrapolate it to his normal minutes when he's not in foul trouble, he's going to be right at his normal numbers. He's just not been able to figure out, especially against the bigger centers. Yeah. 4.7 fouls per game. He hasn't been able to play defense without fouling slash boxing out. And a lot of them aren't like very good fouls. A lot of weird, lazy reaching. A lot of them just aren't fouls too. Tic-tac paddywhack. Yeah. I think he got on one call back. They ran out of challenges. Yeah. He kept challenging and overturn, overturn, overturn. And they just keep calling them. There was another one they overturned today that was. Yeah. It's one of those things. Way. I mean, it's. I'm we'll talk more about where we're at, how we feel about the team compared to where we were on Thursday. But it's one of those things is they're starting to figure out how to play defense a little bit better without fouling the first mm -hmm. four games. I mean, it was drilled into them all preseason and training camp that you have to play hard on the defensive end. And now they're kind of just turning it back just a tad to where they're playing defense without fouling. Yeah, it's been good. All right, let's talk about the game tonight. 
no Fox, but also no Butler. So it's kind of one of those weird toss-up games. It was a wash. And you kind of saw it from both teams a, a little bit. It was back and forth. It was pretty competitive, but the scoring wasn't huge. And you could tell Maybe both just... of them needed that extra person to to really make that push. But I like that the Kings stayed in it the entire game. They fought. They hung. We just don't have a Tyler Hero. Right. We just it's didn't pretty have simple. I think the guy I think that got had... hot when we needed it to. I think he had 13 or 6. I can't remember what he finished, but just in the fourth quarter. Um, I know he had 10 at one point. Yeah, Maybe 15 in the fourth corner. The Something like that. But he just got hot. Um, we answered at times. Uh, Red Velvet had a big three, I think, with three minutes left to put us up three. Early in the fourth, the Kings were up 88 to 81, seven-point lead. And kind of just, I don't think they had, like you said, enough firepower tonight. Um it's one they thing. They didn't to... really have the length on defense to they didn't really have anyone that could guard hero. Size wise, it's Holmes. Speed wise, it's no one on that floor. It was like it was Del Vadova and Mitchell, Mitchell tried late getting, in the game. Yeah. The issue was is they kept switching off Mitchell onto somebody else, and it was like Herder or who Herder was it? kept getting oh, the... he kept getting toasted. He kept getting back cut, and I think he was—he's overextended trying to help on Hero, and they had all—they just—they just played. Well, they just have, they have a lot basketball. more options. They play—they play four little with Bam, and that's just a matchup nightmare for us because Barnes is having to run around try to guard one of those good outside players, and Barnes just can't do that anymore. Yeah, so Mitchell, I think, had uh, one of his rougher nights tonight. Worse, worse. 29 um, minutes, I think, he's minus 11. He's really the only yeah. one that's like outside of the norm. Yeah, but I mean, if you think about it, so we're, where we're sitting right now, right? We're two and five. I would say of those seven games, right? Sabonis has played well in two. Murray has played poorly, I would say, up to his standards where we think he should be at the last two, although his plus or minus hasn't been bad. And he's still playing good basketball. But tonight, I think he was one of five from three. Um, the other night, he was two of seven. So I believe he's three of 12 in the last two games from the three-point line. So that's not going to continue. It's one of those right. things. I mean, he first still had real... two blocks. He had a steal. He's he's filling up the statue. He had the best ways. He had the best plus or minus. Tonight. I think it was plus seven plus or something seven, like that. Yeah. Um. But the thing you don't really think about is his first real East Coast road trip. The only other road game he's played thus far is Golden State. Yeah. Before this two-game, well, it's going to eventually be three, but these two games on the road, I mean, it's just, I think these different arenas might be messing with them a little bit. We'll see. I think the fit's a little bit different. We didn't have Fox for a game and a half. Fox will kick some of the attention off of him where he's not having to kind of create on his own. He's not really getting the open corner threes like he has. Um, he's guarded a little bit more, like there's a little bit more tape on him. He's one of the leading scorers on the team, so it's the, the defense is going to be a little bit different on him as well. But he's still playing great basketball. He's a rookie. Yeah, I'm, not I'm not worried, worried about, about him. him. Not no. worried about him at all. So the, like we, we kind of talked about, uh, Mitchell in seven games has played maybe – one and a half good right. games. 
Um, you haven't really got that much out of Sabonis. Um, Barnes is maybe giving you a one or two decent games. Um, and that's I thought we were going to get your... more out of Malik Monk. I think that's my concern right now. Is Tonight he played pretty well, though. I know he had 18 points in 19 minutes um, at one point when I had it on. Um, I don't know what he finished at, but finished with 19 he played decent. This was probably his best game yet. Um, but you could just tell when he's out there, he's kind of a defensive liability. He was another one of those guys out there on the floor late in the game, and he's just well, getting toasted keep... by the bigger guys. He's only 6'3". Yeah, and they had to keep, you know, offense, defense, switching him with Deladova and those kind of guys just because he can't do it, like you said, on the defensive end. So I think Monk and Fox are good together. But, again, Fox has played decently on the defensive end compared to past years, which I've liked. I think that's what they um, missed in this game was his defense. Yeah. It's just his ability, his quickness and he's you been don't rebounding have to a lot switch. better. Yeah, you don't have to switch everything when you're fast enough to fight through the picks. Right. But when you're kind of slow and guys can get by you and but I mean if you think about it, I mean if you looked at the schedule before the season and you said we were two and five, I wouldn't be like overly upset. Obviously I would probably, if I did it like on paper, I'd probably say three and four at best. Right. I thought we probably should have won opening night against the Blazers. Um, I think we could have got the Clippers just because they were banged up, didn't have two of their guys, but I think Grizzlies are better. Warriors are better. I think the Heat are better. We beat the Heat when they were full strength. So I think we're sitting about where we should be. But the Kings are playing better as a team. Right. Of late. No, it looks like and it's not It definitely looks like better basketball. Although still not great, their defense is significantly better than it has been in the past, which I think will translate down the line. They're deeper than they have been in the past, and I just like the look of this team. I wish we had a rim protector, but other than that, I like the way that this team looks. Ooh, breaking news. The Phillies just got no hit, combined no hitter by the Houston Astros in game four of the World Series. We now have a 2-2 two, two series, and we might get a clincher in. Well, it will be clinched regardless of who wins it in. Houston. All right. All right, Trent, let's talk about where the Kings are right now. I have their stats up right now. They rank 19th in points per possession at 112 points per 100 possessions. Definitely, I think that's worse than last year. I think this team will figure that part of it out. I could see them being closer to ten, top 10 by the end of the year. The way that they're trending, they're not too far behind that. It looks like the offense is going to click. I'm not really worried about that. They are fourth in effective shooting percentage right now at 55.9%, which is pretty awesome. The areas that we're struggling right now, turnovers, 23rd. Offensive rebound percentage, 25th. Free throw rate, 15th. This team's got to get to the line more. Fox has got to get to the line more for as effective as he is at getting to the basket. He just doesn't get calls. I think hopefully yeah, that will a, turn around. That's the problem. I mean, him and Sabonis both 
just have so many issues getting mugged all the time i just i I don't know like i know that we see it from a different lens than most people see it because we're diehard kings fans but it just seems like they just get hosed and hosed and hosed i don't know it's all right on fashion on defense kings are 24th in points per possession i'll take that that's Two years ago, we were the worst defense in the history of the NBA. So, well, if you look uh, at it, I mean, above that is going to be. It's one of those things. Like even the Warriors are struggling a little bit on the defensive end to start the season. I believe a couple of games ago they were twenty sixth in the NBA in just defensive overall. I mean, just looking at this roster coming into the season, if you could say that they would be five spots better than they were last year, you wouldn't really see it. That's pretty good from Coach Brown so far. Um, they're second in the NBA in defensive offensive rebound rate, which you wouldn't think watching the Kings games because they give up, I guess it's just key offensive rebounds that, that they give up. We, I think we just see them. We just more. see them. We feel it more. We have the PTSD of the Kings giving mm-hmm. up the offensive rebounds, the PTSD of Lottie tipping it out to Ori, all that stuff. Well, it just seems like a lot of the other shots for the other team goes in, too. So, yeah. <laughs> it's hard to give up an offensive rebound if you're giving up a wide open three. Right. So, I'm feeling I'm feeling a lot better than I was last week. 0-4. Absolutely. That one definitely hurt. I mean, if you just take those first four games, throw them down the trash. You know what I mean? We're 2-1 and one in the last three. Um, like I said, I think the Heat and maybe even the Hornets full strength. Hornets might even be better than the Kings. Um, Hornets are actually a pretty decent team. They had a decent record coming into They're three our matchup. Four. Yeah, but I think into our matchup, I think they were 500 or just below 500. So a one and four team coming in there and beating them. Um, missing a lot of their parts, though. But if you look at the schedule coming up, Okay, we're two and five. I think it's a must win on what's today on Friday night. I'm in Orlando. I might gonna even be Saturday. Um, the I'm next game up. Here. So you got Orlando. Saturday I think that's a afternoon. win. I think the Orlando's what one and seven currently. Um, got to go in Orlando and get that win, regardless if Fox plays. You're a better team than Orlando. And then it doesn't get easy. I think we come home. Golden State. Tell me. At Golden at State home or on Monday. Loss. Uh, at home against Cleveland. We will one be of the doing best that one live. NBA. We'll be watching. We will we'll be, be doing, doing that, that one, one live, live. So definitely be We might be 0 3. We might be 0 3, but we'll be doing it live. Loss. And then LA, the Lakers. That's going to be a wanna... fun one. In LA. I think you go your get boy that Westbrook, one. I mean, MVP Westbrook. Well, currently the Lakers are up twelve right now against the four and two Pelicans, held, holding Zion to six points at halftime, and Westbrook has eleven, seven, and six at halftime. So suck it. I mean, there's some games in here. So <laughs> Orlando, the Lakers, Brooklyn's a mess. They could beat them. San Antonio, although they're playing really well. Detroit. I think San Antonio's Atlanta, lost two in a row some, though. Indiana. I think November. But even I mean, November you got Warriors twice schedule. though, right? What's that? Warriors twice coming up. Yeah. 
But I mean, get them out of the way. You know what I mean? Right. Really play them so many times. We've the, already played the them November once. November schedule looks a little softer. December's definitely December's softer. a lot of East Coast teams. Yeah, you should, like I said, you got to figure out your team. You got to start playing well together, you know, cohesivenessly. And just start stringing a few wins together. You know what I mean? We want two in a row. We just got to, we can't keep losing four in a row. Yeah, that's bad. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So if you find a way, even in a tough stretch, just to get one, that is so huge. One and three, as crazy as it sounds, is so much better than 0 and 4. Absolutely. So Magic next game, they are 1 and 7. That's definitely one that the Kings should win. Yeah, if the Kings punt that one, I'm, I'm going to probably be a little bit upset. 2 and 6. But if you think about it, the Kings right now are 0 and 4 against the West Coast against the Western Conference and two and one against the Eastern Conference. So that's where they're sitting right now. So you go beat Orlando, you're three and one in the East. That's where you got to get a lot of your wins, especially in this West Coast Western Conference. It's no easy nights anywhere. All right, Trey, I got two percentages for you. These are the current okay. odds. Playoffs, 12.3% chance for the Kings. Is that counting the play in it just says playoffs i don't i don't have that in here in front of me top three draft pick 15.9 percent. now we're talking because that's <laughs> even better for us i think that's kind of what i'm rooting for at this point I don't, i'm not sure we'll see like i said at the end of november we'll make our decision if we're going to start rooting for tank gate or what we're going to be rooting for I think there's a lot of wins in this team. I like the way the team's coming together. It seems like they're improving. They're improving defensively. Yeah. Everyone's starting one to of the win st- the rules. It's another new system, which is what we deal with on the Kings every year is a new system, a new coach, a new GM or whatever. It looks like Fox will be back next game. He looks like he's taking the next step. He's actually trying on defense. I have, I'm, a, I'm yeah. a little optimistic on this season. I don't know. Yeah, after watch even watching those first four games, I think they could have even split them. I think if like we keep saying if Murray played game one, we probably would have had a lot better chance of winning that one. But they haven't got blown out yet. Um, they've hung in every game. Every game's been close in the fourth quarter. And if they can figure out how to run an offense in the fourth quarter and get some points in crunch time and like that, even tonight that was the issue. Um they just couldn't get course, stops down the stretch. They just got torched by Hero. Yeah, Hero just was playing Hero ball, as I like to call it. But he 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 wasn't going to miss. Um, he could get anywhere he wanted on the court, and he did. And didn't like I said, didn't miss. I think they only missed one time in the late in the fourth that I saw, and then I think they got the offensive rebound on that. So I don't know. I think we're close. I think 33 and a half is a good number for Vegas. I think Vegas is pretty good at what they do. I think the Kings were probably going to be right around that. Maybe 34 right now, wins. projected to get 35 wins, according to ESPN ooh, projections. Ooh, 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 ooh. According to the BPI, we're going to be two games ahead or a game and a half ahead. 
I I could say that might even get you if people do start tanking for that crazy dude. Wimanyama. Or Scoot. Yeah. Or the twins. There's all there's like a lot of good players in this draft that people want to get. So Yeah, but I don't think gosh, I just don't see them jumping very many teams. But like you said, you have to You gotta win, right? You gotta win close games and they've struggled to do that and but it's been better as much as we keep beating that dead horse about better it's not very exciting to say it's been better but it is two and five but again that i'm telling you that was such a harsh first four games you think you could beat portland and now portland's six and one you know Playing Memphis Tut tonight. Let's see what they are. Yes, five and one. Sorry. Winning without Lillard and I think the Kings are better than the Lakers. I think they're gonna eventually be better than the Spurs, although they are Spurs are very, very well coached. Loka, thanks for joining us. I don't know if there's very many. I, don't, I think the Jazz are probably going to... Let's look at the standings real They're quick. They're six and three. The Jazz are Jazz? six and three. I we think are they'll third come back from to... last in the West. We are currently think... better than the Rockets and the Lakers. Well, we'll be better than the Rockets for sure. Okay, I'm just throwing that out there's there. There's one. Lakers. Okay. Golden State's three and five. That is scary. Because... <laughs> I think the Jazz are going to fall. I think OKC could fall of those teams ahead of us. OKC should fall. <laughs> At least a little bit. Maybe not for us to catch them. I, I don't know how I feel ja- about the Clippers. I, I don't know that Danny Ainge wants to hold on to this Jazz roster and just see how it goes and see if they win. I think, I think he wants to just trade all these veterans at the trade deadline and... Again, we have to see where they're at. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess if you're 6-3, and three, you just kind of go for it, right? And see what happens. I just don't think the Kings are... <laughs> Looking at that standings, that they're better than any... I don't Like, if they played any of those teams tonight, besides the two below them, I wouldn't say they were favored. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. There's no one ahead of us that been like, oh, yeah, even at home. You know, Utah's rolling into town. I would say, yeah, we're probably going to get boat raced. Jazz did hang tough tonight with we the Mavericks. We don't even have a better now. record than the Pacers, Troy. No, they're coming to town soon, too. Oh, and the yeah, there's no, there's no buddy healed revenge game. Oh, Heald's going to go for like 45. I'm going to take him in my little pick em thing for sure that night. All right. Well, we'll Definitely be jumping cause back. for concern, but I do see something in this team that looks like there's a functional basketball team in there, and I think Mike Brown can get it out of them. My issue is they're going to hang with every single team they play. They're just they just have to close down just, the stretch. They just have to figure out how to play well in the last six minutes of the fourth quarter. They've only played one good 
fourth quarter, and that was against the Warriors, and they lost. They were down by a million and then cut it to two or whatever it was. And But even the Warriors are three and five or three and four or something like that. They're you know what I mean? It's right a... now. So we're half a game behind the Warriors. You know what I it mean? It really seems like they're playing that bench way more minutes than they should just to see what they have in these guys before they kind of Warriors it up well, a little bit. They have had a tough schedule, too. They'll go beat up on the Magic tomorrow night. Hopefully wear them out. That's what we need. For two nights. Hopefully the Magic play three straight. They do not. <laughs> All right, Troy. I'm getting depressed from this Kings talk. I thought I let's, felt good. Let's talk a little. Let's talk a little football real quick before we get out of here, All just right. because I like to talk football. Okay, who's gonna win? Okay, this is almost mid-season talk. That who's gonna be the Super Bowl for the NFC? God, it could be anybody. Do you be, do you believe in the Eagles? I don't know that I do, man. Do you believe in the Vikings? Those are my two squads, so. <laughs> I I really have all these teams that are towards the top. All of them give me some sort of some sort of pause that I'm I'm just nervous about it. There's I not enough good quarterback it. play in the NFC for me to be confident. I hate to say it, but after watching last week. If the Niners' defense gets healthy, they're going to run through a lot of teams. They did that to the Rams without Debo Samuel. And I know the Rams aren't that good this year compared to last few years, but... They need uh, a free agent of some sort. They need Odo Oh, they will. Real bad. So Niners have the bye week, which is even better for them. So the AFC, who do you got? Is it the Chiefs or the Bills? I think it's the Bills that'll that'll run away with it. Can you believe that the Titans started 0 and 2 and they're 5 and 2? Sneakily? Yeah, they play in a terrible division. They get to play the Texans <laughs> and the Jags and the Colts two times. Well, the each. Colts started that awful other guy. How good was it that the Browns just beat the Bengals just like like they stole something? <laughs> I love it when the I love it when the Bengals lose. Do you think could, could it, a sneaky sneaky team in the AFC be the Dolphins? I don't think that's the sneaky team. I think the Ravens are the sneaky team. Ravens can't win in the playoffs. Are you kidding me? Why not? Their defense looks because like it's better this year. Other than, well, maybe not. Your secondary is pretty bad. Lamar Jackson cannot win a game in the playoffs to save his life. Yeah, I don't think it's the Titans. No, definitely not the Titans. I don't we'll leave in the Chargers. I think the Chiefs are gonna be really good. Chiefs are very good. They even got that guy from Tony from the Giants is like their eighth string receiver that could I be didn't like understand two. why they needed that. It must be some sort of salary cap move because I think he gets paid like a million dollars, which is basically free as far as NFL cap is. 
I don't think the nice thing is they don't need to really get anything out of them, but if they do, they look like geniuses. Right. I don't think they gave up a lot to get them. But we'll see. Just just throw it's dominating his fantasy right now, seven to one. So very happy with that. Yearly again, just awful. My teams are all doing good. I went in all in, I went all in on the uh, Vikings this year. Smart. A lot of people went all in on the Bengals, and then Chase being out four to six weeks ain't going to be great for anybody. Yeah, I got Cook and Cousins in both of my leagues. And Cousins in my... has been sneakily above average, but it has like, he's not Jefferson. Like a... yeah, and Jefferson's had a few bad weeks too, and Cousins has still been okay. Well, they just have a ton of good receivers. And they just added TJ Hawkinson, so that'll be fun too. Oh, I did see that. Interesting. Yeah, we'll see. I'm a big Eagles guy on my big money league. I got Hertz and Brown, Jacobs and Taylor. Taylor's been a bust. But there's this other guy on Miami, uh, Tyreek Hill. He's been pretty good for He's me. Pretty good. He's on pace to break. Cooper has the record, right? Or did he not get there? I can't remember. For receptions this season? Yards. Oh, I don't know. Is it still Calvin? I think Cooper Cup might have got him. But Tyreek Hill is currently on the pace to beat the yards in a season record. He already has like 900 or something. You know what the people know. I'm trying to look it up right now. They do. Well, they get the extra game now, though, too. Calvin Johnson for reception yards in a season. Nice. Cup didn't get there. And 64 and Cooper Cup had 1947. Yeah, I think they said Hill's on pace for like 2068. That's a lot of yards. You just think he how many more he'd have if Tua could throw it downfield. He's had to stop. Like I watch a lot of their games because he's on my team, but he has to like stop. <laughs> yeah. Antonio Brown's got two of the 10 best of all time. Really? Yeah. How good were those years, though? I loved it, man. Before, uh, what, what's his name? Percet, per, whatever name, got him. Perfect. perfect. Killed him the day Literally. after Harper was born. Yeah, they. I saw these interviews pre that hit, and he was like talking like a normal human being, and then post that hit, it's just like, ah, poor guy, poor guy. All right, All right, Zach, Troy. you got anything else? I think that's it. Nice. The Kings next week, we will be live as soon as we get on. Most likely the end of the second quarter into the second half against the Cavs. We'll be here at Spivey Special Everywhere. We got some new merch. Zach made some pretty good shirts and hats. If you guys want to go ahead and take a look at that, you can find that. 
Zach. Streamlabs.com <laughs> slash Spivey Special Podcast one slash merch. Holler. Go ahead and head to that merch store. Get yourself a little King's garb, as we like to call it on the streets. And wear it. Let the people see it and feel it and live it. All right, Zach. You're fat. All right, Troy, you're fat. Later. Thank you.